after a bye week, the Panthers have had the opportunity to regroup, recharge, and scout their next opponent. The battle in Blacksburg is for first place in the ACC Coastal. Will Pitt take a stranglehold on this division? We discuss that and more on this week's Hail to Pitt podcast. about finishing it in these final 30 minutes. Well, you know, it happened in, it happened in West Virginia. We're knocked off number two. It happened in South Carolina, and it's happened in Pittsburgh today. Our guys had a lot of guts tonight. We're just going to keep getting better. I mean, it's just, that's what it is. One health game that you will never, ever forget. We shocked the world! Hell to Pit. Hell to Pit. This is the week of October 16th, 2021, and this the Hail to Pit Podcast. I'm Alan. And I'm Vince. B-E-L-I-E-V-E. Is that combination of letters all Pitt needs to capitalize on an unprecedented moment in the ACC? It's Vatek week, and not only is it time for another round of personal issues with the Hokies, but a turning point in the season. Welcome to Do or Die College Football, Vince. This is it. Yep, yep. It almost feels like there's a line drawn in the sand for this game. I don't know if it's quite that far, but uh, if if Pitt wants to be the team that a lot of people are saying they are, they got to go out and they got to look impressive this week. I mean, this is what, whenever they say the college football regular season is the best because it means the most, it's because you're in the middle of a season like we are now, and the game is as big as any game's going to be. Because if Pitt loses, all this hope, all this belief, instantly goes away and the funny thing is we didn't really have it a few weeks ago after the western michigan loss but here we are pit with a huge opportunity the game is here after a bye week i'm feeling fresh i'm feeling ready hopefully you're ready to hail hard with us today we're previewing this game let's get it going at h2p show on twitter is where you can hit us up on social media and if you like to email you can always send an email with no character limit Hail the number two, pitpodcast at gmail.com. Of course, we appreciate all the feedback we get anywhere on social media, through the email, or even in the Reddit neck of the woods, inside the Panther lair. We're there. Hail into pit with you. And this week, we're brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. You could go to prettyeasypodcast.com to get your own podcast started today. For a very, very low rate, you'll have a personal producer podcasting is pretty simple to do, yes, but a lot of the times the technical stuff, the editing, the getting your show out there, it's time-consuming, and that's where Pretty Easy Podcasts comes in, and if you need that kind of help, just go to prettyeasypodcasts.com. Yep, and they do, I must say, make podcasting uh, pretty easy. All right, Vince, we are here for Virginia Tech Week. Pitt is on the fast track to... A coastal title, possibly, maybe even, dare I say it, the ACC title, but there's a lot of season to go. It's funny reading all these percentages and the power rankings and the projections in the middle of the year, and all of a sudden, Pitt's in the in a favorable spot, but man, if, if they're not riding that jackhammer speedway, they're not going to make it, and it all starts this week. Yes, it does. Uh, you know, we, we, this uh, team has looked, you know, since that Western Michigan loss, uh, they've had two pretty impressive games and you know it seems like there is a lot of optimism at the moment not not just from from panther fans but from some national people out there uh but if they don't get it done this week alan it don't mean a thing absolutely not yeah even though the national people are talking about you you block that noise out i'm interested to see how pat narduzzi does in terms of getting his players ready and not overconfident Uh, i think all he would need to say is you lost to western michigan so don't get cocky, kids. And uh, they go out there and they do the do the work. But uh, they have a task ahead of them. That team that barely lost to Notre Dame last week uh, ruined North Carolina's season before it even started. And uh, I mean, they're at home, which is, uh, you know, for my money, the toughest place to play in the ACC. So uh, Pitt has their hands full this week, and they're coming into this game a team that. Averages over 50 points a game, Vince, but I feel like the Pitt Panthers 
as a team that averages over 50 points a game, they're not like one of those Hawaii teams that averages over 50 or 60 points a game. This is a team that averages over 50 points a game and also has a ferocious defensive line and pretty damn good linebackers too. And a growing and and, and improving secondary, I'll give them credit. So it's a different kind of squad when you talk about the pit offense being so good so far. They're not just that. No, no. Again, I mean, they're they're coming out and they're executing very well. And you know, while they may be letting up uh, more points than than some people would like, they do have that that big play potential. We talked about that on last week's show, uh, yeah. and that Bendo that goes break. and that goes a long way uh, into keeping you in, in 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 a lot of ball games, especially whenever you got a great offense. And they're and they're bringing it up against Virginia Tech, Vince. Now let's talk about the matchup. And get right into it. I mean, they, like we said, ruined UNC season before it even started. Then they had, you know, a couple wins against teams they should have pounded. And they they pounded Middle Tennessee pretty good. Richmond only beat them by 11. And then they lost to WVU on the road. And then last week lost to Notre Dame. So that's their road to this to this game. They're at 3-2. Very respectable. Uh, I'd say, some would say overachieving. Because was Virginia Tech even projected to uh, really make waves in the ACC this year like they normally well, do? I wouldn't I wouldn't say make waves. I mean, they're always, you know, based on their name, they're always projected to be in that top, you know, three or four uh, of the Coastal Division. And in the Coastal Division, a lot of times that, that gives you a good chance uh, to, to, you know, to make the, make the championship game. But, you know, this is not a, a super talented uh, team of, of, you know, previous Virginia Tech seasons. But that doesn't mean we can't overlook them. Uh, there's still some good players on this roster. Um, but, yeah, not the, uh, not the uh, expected to have the elite season uh, that some uh, previous squads would have had. I'm excited to see uh, how how Pat Narduzzi with the week off game plan to just run it right up the middle the entire game all over Virginia Tech. How great would it be if it was a repeat of that game a few years ago oh, at geez. home? Uh, but I highly doubt it because it is, of course, in Blacksburg. But then again, Pitt has some stuff going in their favor. Narduzzi off of the week off, uh, seven and two record coming off of that bye week. Uh, Pitt is, of course, the fresher team going into this, Vince. Yeah, yeah, they are, and uh, this is that big rest versus rust uh, uh, conundrum that that some people have, uh, and I want to talk about it from both sides, Alan. Um, for, first of all, on, on Pitt's side, you know they're they you know they weren't you know tremendously banged up. Uh, a couple guys with some bumps and bruises, as Narduzzi would say, but you know, guys, you know, getting a chance to to refresh and recharge. Uh, but whenever you, you're, this offense was just clicking uh, on all cylinders uh, so well, is that is that a detriment being off for a week, or do you feel like you know this team, you know, uh, w- with uh, the senior leadership of Kenny Pickett, you know, they were practicing hard. Uh, dur- during the off week, and they're going to pick right up where they left off. Yeah, I'm not so concerned about the the week off uh, killing any momentum at, at all. Actually, no, I, I'm for Kenny Pickett's sake, especially like a week off for him. I think's much needed. He's taken some hits, uh, scrambling, maybe unnecessarily diving into <laughs> into defenders the last few weeks. So I think the week off for him is going to be good. And then uh, for these uh, wide receivers, yeah, you maybe that maybe could be a concern because you saw some guys just getting into the groove. Uh, I mean, yeah. Jordan Addison, I don't think we have to worry about. He's just that damn good. But uh, Taser Mack, you know, was stepping it up a little bit. Jared Wayne finding finding his legs, um, and of course you've got Kroll, who's getting who's been in a rhythm. I think since the season started, um, but I, I think that ultimately I rather have the rest. I rather have. Uh, the quarterback feeling the best. And that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Kenny Pickett feeling a hundred percent going into the toughest place he's ever had to go play. He said on his own damn podcast about Blacksburg. So that's what it, what is most important to me. Give me the rest. Okay. Yeah. I, I I think I'm going to agree with you there. Um, as it's not like they're off for months or anything like that. Uh, and I think that, you know, they're, they're focused. They know, uh, what's in front of them. They know what's at stake this game uh and and hopefully they've been well disciplined over this off week 
now now Virginia Tech on the other hand they had a they had a hard fought game a tough game uh, that they could have won uh, against Notre Dame uh, losing on uh, a field goal late in the game now uh, kind of what I'm thinking here Alan is you know yeah while that wasn't a conference game it was still Notre Dame coming to town and you know most of the time, whenever that happens, that Notre Dame's coming to town, that's the biggest game on your schedule a lot of the time. Uh, it was a night game. Uh, you know the crowd was definitely up for that one. Uh, and to lose like that, um, I'll say this. Uh, I, it's hard to say how the team is going to feel uh, coming off there because they do still have a lot to play for as far as the ACC goes but oh hell yeah uh, you talked about you know that being a tough place to play with that crowd i think the crowd's going to be blowed up i really do <laughs> I, I, th- I think they're blowed up uh you know they they you know put all their energy in the last week uh it didn't quite uh turn out and now they got to play you know a 330 game you know after a big loss at home uh where all the momentum w- was killed uh that that's got to be tough for the crowd. And, and that's a, that's a good thing for Pitt. You know, they got to be able to come out and start fast uh, and put this team in their place. Yeah. That, I mean, the, the fact, when you talk about the factor of the crowd, I'm never underestimating and calling out a Virginia tech crowd. I think they're, that's a, the kind of school that's just going to be ready every week, even if they know they're out of the running for certain accolades. And that loss last week, uh, you know, ki- killed their, their hopes and dreams for, some things, but if for others, I mean, they're, they're still very much alive in the Coastal. I mean, that loss last week doesn't do anything to that, right? So, I mean, this huh? is a, a team with tons to play for, so I think their fans are going to be coming uh, ready ready for that. They're tied with Pitt 1-0 in the ACC uh, as the you know best winning percentages in the division. So uh, losing to Notre Dame, of course, disappointing, but I am not uh, thinking this crowd's going to be any less vocal uh, if anything, if if their student body gets wind of all the praise that Kenny Pickett's laid upon them uh, preseason and throughout this season already, uh, they're going to come giving, ready to give Kenny what he's been waiting for. But I can't wait. This is the matchup. Kenny Pickett versus the crowd. I'm expecting <laughs> Kenny to give him a big shh, uh, maybe after a big clutch touchdown. This is going to be really exciting. But hell no, Vince. This team's this crowd's not blowed up. They never are. They have unlimited energy. It's one of the best crowds in all college football. I respect them. Respect the opponent. Uh, yeah, well, I, I do respect them, but I'm just saying it, it's tough. It, it's tough to, to if get it out was that. us. If it was <laughs> if it was Pitt after losing to Notre Dame, we would be screwed as a crowd. Yes, I would say so. But it's different fan bases. It, it is different. We'll we'll see. We'll we'll see what they're like. Uh, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Justin Fuente, uh, you know, he's got to be telling his team, you know, yeah, you lost last week, but you know, it's all still in front of you. You, you control your own destiny in that conference, uh, a lot to play for. And yeah, I, I do expect, you know, the, the players, I expect them to come out fired up. No doubt about that. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, the Virginia tech, uh, defense, you know, they, they pose a special, uh, a special challenge to Kenny Pickett because they're going to have that crowd behind him. But other than that, I mean, there's no standouts, at least up front, that make me think, oh, man, this guy's going to be getting after Kenny and destroying Gabe Hoy all game. Taiwan Garbutt, pretty good pass rusher, uh, decent. Yep. Um, but, I mean, he's, uh, you know, he's no, he's no Haba, I would say. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably similar. Uh, but you know, I mean, this is this isn't uh, this is Kenny Pickett though, who's this defensive line's facing. I think Pitt has the advantage. Is what I'm getting at here yeah. when it comes to this quality of talent Virginia Tech has up front, getting after the quarterback. But then again, this is a team that's put out some pretty damn good cornerbacks as of late, so that might pose an issue. Is what the secondary is doing against Pitt's receivers? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, they haven't had a tremendous amount of sacks. Or anything uh, up front, you know. You mentioned Gar, but yeah, uh, a player that Pitt was after heavily uh, in, in a in an era where Virginia Tech was just taking every defensive end Pitt was trying to recruit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'd say the secondary 
you know, they, they do have some young players back there, but the, probably the strength of this team uh, or strength of the, uh, of the defense for sure. Um, but, but, I mean, th- there's talent. There, there's talent on this team. Um, they, not not a, a, an elite Virginia Tech defense by any stretch, uh, but they, they are going uh, to be tough uh, to go against. But I, I do think we're going to have an advantage, specifically, specifically in the first half, Alan, uh, uh their, their middle linebacker, Dax Holyfield, uh, going to be out for this uh, uh, first half due to a targeting penalty last week. Uh, th- this is a kid that, that's second in tackles on their team. Vicious uh, t- player. Tied for first in sacks. He's got an interception this year. And probably most importantly, and if, and if you watched uh, Justin Fuente's uh, press conference uh, this past week, he was talking about how this this kid, he does all the calls on defense, on the field, kind of the quarterback of the defense. Uh, so that, that's going to be a big adjustment, not having him out there. Uh, yeah, they got a week to prepare for it, uh, for whoever is going to be taking over those uh, those play-calling duties on the field. But uh, that that's certainly not going to be something easy uh, for, for uh, Virginia Tech to overcome. And, you know, if you're not ready for, for some of the different root combinations – and accuracy that Kenny Pickett and these receivers are going to throw at you. It, it could be tough sledding. Yeah, that that's a huge miss for them for the first half. The targeting rule strikes again, and Pitt has the advantage. Dax Hollyfield out for that first half. Need to take advantage of it. Um, we'll see. We'll see how they react. That guy does everything. He literally leads them in sacks. He tack. He gets tackles. He can play coverage too. Um, but. Uh, I am I am just most interested in seeing how uh, their corners uh, match up Vince and they and they they keep Jordan Addison at bay. They're, I think they're going to have a real focal point uh, trying to stop him. Let's see. Do you think he'll see any double coverage? I assume that uh, their their top corner Jermaine Waller will be uh, you know at or around near Jordan Addison, but will extra men be put near near the Nine touchdown having leading in the country, my Heisman pick behind Kenny Pickett, Jordan Addison. Yeah, I, I if I were them, I would try to double double cover him. Uh, the, you know, the guy's getting open all over the place, and whenever he gets the ball, you know, he he's making plays. But uh, the the good thing is, you know, you got yeah, as you said, Alan, you got Taysier Mack, you got Jared Wayne, Lucas Kroll, even Galvin Bartholomew. Uh, it, running a two tight end set uh, for Pitt's been pretty effective. Um, yeah, so they got a lot of guys that can that can go out there and do damage and, and get whenever they get the football. And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, Virginia Tech may try to double them, but uh, you know this isn't a situation where we only have one good player. You know, it's not like this is uh, you know maybe a Tyler Boyd situation where we just have to give him the ball every single time. <laughs> You know, we got we got other players we can rely on that are doing very well, and and we got a quarterback that can get them the ball too. That's the nice thing about it. You know, these guys don't have to be wide open because, uh, you know, Kenny he's 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 very accurate right now. Oh, Kenny's Kenny is killing it, and uh, Kenny is going to be I, I think primed and ready. This is his moment. I think he's been looking forward to this game all year long. He's in a he's mentally in a fantastic place. You could just tell. Look at the guy. He is cool as cool can be. The biggest man on the biggest campus right now. He is <laughs> killing it. And he's got the Heisman. The word Heisman is not far from his name on some lips. And he has a big chance this weekend. So what a moment. What an opportunity it is for the Pitt Panthers, especially in that first half. You have to take advantage when a middle linebacker, a leader on the defense like Dax Hollifield is out. Uh, but then you have the Pitt defense, Vince. Even if Pitt can't run the ball at all, even if uh, you know Pitt gets frustrated, maybe turns it over a little bit, we still think they'll have a shot because just because of the nature of the offense and what Kenny Pickett's able to do throwing the ball. But then if there's a ton of points being given up, it could be tough. So Virginia Tech's going out there this week and getting under 30. I like Pitt's chances like they did last week. But if Virginia Tech improves on what they did last week and scores in the 30s and higher, uh, and it's a shootout, Pitt obviously will prob- have the advantage. But 
I don't know. Last shootout they were in was not so great. <laughs> no, it was not. Uh, but, uh, you know, what's interesting is that, you know, this Virginia Tech team um, is, you know, if you look at their offense, you look at what they've been doing this year, they're, they're more of a running team. You know, they're running it more than they're passing it. Uh, in fact, their, their quarterback, Braxton Burmeister, uh, you know, he's leading the team in, in rushing yards and attempts, um, even though they have a whole host of running backs that they've been using. Uh, you know, they've been doing a lot of quarterback design runs. And, you know, he is banged up, uh, a a banged up shoulder. We're going to be getting to that uh, in a second. But, you know, this is a different type of Virginia Tech offense relying more heavily on the run than they have maybe in in some previous years. But you got to think Justin Fuente, uh, you know, he knows – you know how to how to, how to beat Pitt's offense or defense. You know he's done it before. We've seen it with the you know slants over the middle, the deep fade passes, drawing pass interference penalties. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they they uh, torched Pitt some years. Uh, they don't even need to complete these passes uh, in order to score points. They'll just draw penalties doing it. Uh, they've done it before, um, but it's going to be out of character kind of for what they've done this season. Uh, so that's going to be fascinating to see if they if they switch up their game plan and really try to attack Pitt's weaknesses, or if they use what kind of has brought them to the dance. Yeah, this this is going to be interesting to see because they do have different weapons than normal. Uh, you know, they're they're trying. I feel like they're trying to be more balanced, but do they pull that out? Uh, and and they go and they just they figure out that okay, Trey Turner. Robinson there they can do all the stuff we've always done against this team go take advantage of that cover for and get the guys out on island and just have those referees help us out a little bit and maybe even burn them um the running backs as a running team they got what Blackshear and and Holston are the two main guys and they don't strike fear in you do they Vince as a running team even though that's what they are well yeah they're they're running backs you know not particularly, um, but their their receivers do scare me a little bit. Uh, specifically, Trey Turner. I think I think this guy is an excellent player. Um, but you know, like you said, Blackshear, Holston, even even Kennesaw King, Malachi Thomas. It, these guys, yeah, they're nothing. Yeah, I, I mean, they haven't shown any you know anything special on film from what I've seen. But you know, that doesn't mean that they're not going to try to to run them. But again, I could still see. Fuente saying, you know, I know what defense uh, Narduzzi is going to throw at me. I know he's going to try to shut down our run, even though that may be what we do best. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to try to attack him, uh, you, you know, it, with the passing game. So it, even though they've been doing all this running, it would not surprise me if they came out and just started throwing all over the yard. They will not beat Pitt unless Pitt uh, makes mistakes and gets really frazzled, especially on defense. Kenny Pickett versus the crowd, of course, that's the matchup. But I'm interested to see how this this defense goes out there. And there will be times where Virginia Tech has momentum or the crowd maybe tries to amp up their offense. And the, the, it's the emotion of the game is what gets the Pitt Panthers, I think, most of all. Um, you know, their coach might hamper, hamper them a little bit with being a little one dimensional and uh, hard headed with what they throw out there on defense, Vince. But still, the, the scheme works and well enough against a team, especially like Virginia Tech, a team where there's no world, there's no w- world beater. There's no purse, one person who's going to be like, we can't, we cannot cover that guy unless, you know, we, we, keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> That's how our coaching staff thinks. There's no one guy. So Pitt should t- really on paper go out there and just execute and they should be fine on defense. This is a, a an offense that Pitt traditionally excels against. Uh, not necessarily – I'm not saying that Fuente can't, you know, outcoach them. Uh, but, you know, you got Burmeister who's more of a runner than a thrower. Uh, he's got a banged-up shoulder. Uh, so I wonder how you know effective he's really going to be. I wonder if they're not going to run him nearly as much as what they have traditionally done because he is playing hurt. 
and you know how how effective is he going to be as a passer? You know, there were some rumors early in this week, Alan, that that, that this kid was not going to play. Um, now, it, it, Justin Fuente kind of says he expects him to play. Uh, Coach Narduzzi said he expects him to play. Um, so, so I think we got to respect that. But uh, there's no way this guy's 100. percent and uh, even if he was, he doesn't seem like the type of player uh, that is really going to be able to, you know, do a lot of damage against Pitt. I'm not saying they're not going to give up some yards. You know, they, they, they've definitely shown the ability to do that. But it, it seems like this is uh, a defense or, or an offense, excuse me, that the Pitt defense is going to have some success against. Yeah, I think this this is also not a, not a quick striking offense right. yeah. so that plays into pits into pits favor i think um you know that gives pit more time uh you know to get after to get after burmeister or whomever ends up playing quarterback for the majority of this game with that banged up shoulder so knowing that it's just it's it it feels like pit has the matchup on paper but then again you go out there and you you brought up trey turner that guy is i think developing into a pretty darn good uh, receiver, a guy that you know I think is on the cusp of becoming a deep threat, can do some stuff downfield, um, and I that's what I like about I like watching Virginia Tech just as a college football fan because they don't dink and dunk uh, to some of their guys. They go for, they go for some chunks. So let's see how disciplined Pitt secondary will be. Hopefully they don't have to be though because I'm kind of predicting how I'm going to Italy next week. So I'm predicting Hob is going to have maybe five sacks in this one. I'd, I'd, lo- I'd love to see that. Um, but it, it's, it's interesting, you know, th- this, this Virginia tech offense, um, it, you know, if Pitt starts off this game, you know, and doesn't maybe doesn't start clicking right off the bat, um, you know, maybe, maybe there, there's a fluke touchdown given up and they get behind. And Virginia Tech is running the ball more, you know, keeping Pitt's offense off the field. Pitt's, you know, they can't get frustrated. They gotta, you know, they gotta maintain their composure. And whenever they do get on the field, they'll have to make it count. Uh, they can't just think, oh, we gotta get all this back in one play, even though they're very capable of it. Uh, but I think that's gonna put, uh, you know, if we do get in that sort of situation, uh, Pitt's defense is really gonna have to step up and get the ball back because if it's this running game it does start to be successful uh that could really shorten the game and, and that could that swings it more into virginia tech's favor i think i i i feel like pitt will be okay i'm i'm putting it out there i feel like there there's just not gonna be big big gashes by virginia tech on the ground and i think that's probably what pitt's game planning for and i bit pitt stops it I, I am, as I am always, with how Narduzzi goes out there and throws his guys on an island, worried about downfield throws because I think Burmeister's a capable quarterback. If he has enough time uh, you know, and just goes through a normal progression, you can really damage Pitt down the field. So that's why I, I am predicting, Vince, in this game, neither team is going to do much in terms of big play, splash plays on the ground. It's all coming through the air. If at all for the Hokies, obviously for the Pitt Panthers, I think Addison's going to have a good one. But this is a this is a game I think I'm looking in the sky. Even though some some signs are telling us watch the ground, I'm looking at the yeah. sky. Well, I, I think you know, Pitt may have to be able to run the ball in this game because I you know we've seen a tremendous amount of success from this passing game this year, but. We, we should probably acknowledge that this is probably, this is, I would say, the toughest defense that they've had faced uh, so far this year. And, and it's going to be on the road. It's going to be a big challenge. Uh, I think they're going to have to get something from the running game in order to win this ball game. Let us know what you think. What's the key to the win? Is it just simply believing you can beat Virginia Tech on the road and believing you're the best team in the ACC? All of a sudden, because Clemson stinks. I mean, for Clemson, they stink. They don't really stink. I mean, do they really stink? That's another debate for another time. But let us know at H2P Show, and we will uh, we will hail to pit with you online. We always love interacting, seeing what you're saying, 
in the pitternet, and that's why we have a whole segment dedicated to it each and every single week, Vince. Let's see what they said. With a whole week off to say whatever was on their minds with no pit football last week, oh my God, what are we in for? <laughs> well, let's hear it. Can you explain what internet is? I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets and to all those faceless keyboard warriors on Twitter. But we're a good darn football team. I'm proud of these guys. Okay, on Panther Lair, in response to some Pitt Bowl projections, uh, Pitt playing Virginia Tech on Saturday. CMU and Pitt said, Pitt is absolutely a top 25 team. Nearly every poll that uses advanced stats and modeling would say so. The only reason they're not is the implicit positioning of them preseason. Well outside of it. And they have uh, CMU and Pitt on, on Panther. Vince, they have a point. Um, because if you look on PFF, Pro Football Focus, which is what, what we reference a lot here on this show uh, for some great advanced stats and projections and power rankings and whatnot, they um, they have their algorithms. They have their calculations. They have Pitt 14th in the country in their power rankings. Not too shabby. No, no, not at all. Uh, I, I'm curious to know what goes into all those uh, uh, computer rankings, what kind of algorithms they're using. Uh, well, the it, PFF it, it, stuff takes a metrics, lot of individual. It takes a lot of individual yeah. grades, and then they, you know, they add it up into a team grade, and because they do that on their service, they're watching every single player's. Oh yeah, uh, you know, individual plays, and they 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 rank them based on their own criteria for depth of passes and stuff. I mean, there's really, it is really interesting and makes them making this football season really fun for me to follow that kind of stuff. And, you know, they have a point too, that the preseason is arbitrary in terms of where, where you are outside the 25, because then it makes you look like you're way worse than you actually were when Pitt is, and probably was a top 25 team uh, preseason. And now, and it's just, it always ends up playing out and the truth comes out. So none of it really matters preseason. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, it'd be interesting to see right now if there was, you know, a, the college football playoff rankings, Alan, to see where, where that committee who is supposed to be watching these games very closely <laughs> uh, to see where they would, would, would rank the Panthers. Because, you know, if, if you look at some of these, you know, Associated Press and coaches polls. You, you, I, I'd, I mean, it kind of seems like it, they're just they're just very stubborn rankings, in my opinion, because it, you know they 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 did some sort of preseason poll, which is is mostly a guess, um, uh, and a lot of it sometimes just based on name and last year's performance, and then they just shuffle teams up and down uh, depending on how they do, and and you know if you're not ranked in the top 25 at the start of the season, you, you kind of got to go undefeated uh, to, or, or only have, you know, a, to a couple losses at the end of the year, really to, to, to crack that. Um, and certainly this early in the season, we, from what we've seen, if you're not undefeated and you weren't ranked in the preseason, you're not going to be, you're not going to be ranked uh, in this. And, and, and this really isn't that, that big of a deal. Uh, it, it, we'll find out at the end of the year, how good they are, and, and what and what they're ranked uh, by by the playoff poll. That's going to be the most important. Uh, so I'm not really too concerned about this, but uh, it, it it makes for a good discussion. It's all what you go by. I mean, there's some people who rank and have votes uh, teams based on their conversations with coaches preseason, yeah. <laughs> and they go by that. Uh, and there there are people who rank it by the previous season. It's all different criteria. Um, all I know is that. I like looking at PFF site and seeing Pitt has a 34% chance to win the ACC. Not the Coastal, Vince. The ACC. 34%. Climb it up 7% from last week, and they didn't even play. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, if they if you know, if they win this week, just think how high it'll be. Oh, my uh, God. It's yeah, well I mean, over they, 50. They, I mean, they, they, have a, they have a great opportunity uh, here. You know, they, they, these next two games, and they got to win this first one first, but these next two games are, are big challenges. And if they do that, there's going to be a lot sitting in front of them 
Uh, people are going to start getting really excited, but they're going to have to handle that and, and acknowledge their opponents. Next up, this is uh, Deep Ellum Blues. Is this from Panther Lair as well, Vince? Yes, yes, it is. This is someone's uncle, I think, saying, I think I want Pitt to get a little mad and try to hang 70 the next two weeks. Go for it. Time to get angry. <laughs> I, I agree. I putting, up, yeah. putting up 70 takes a little bit more than anger. It's going to take <laughs> yeah. a lot more of than Virginia a- Tech playing terribly to, have to do that. And more than a little mad. You know, you, you might need to get real mad in order to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Virginia Tech's good. They're, they're not going to lay down. They got, you know, Pitt has in, in some years put up a lot of points on this team. Uh, we, we've seen it. Um, but yeah, they're really going to have to. I, I don't expect uh, Virginia Tech just to let that happen. I, I think they're good. They're going to put up good resistance. I, I really do. Pitt's chances to uh, put up 70, I think, have passed them by this season, don't you? Is there anyone left they could put 70 up on? Oh, yeah. Well, they ha- they've done it already once. Uh, you know, they Duke, they probably could. Um, if they wanted to against Georgia Tech, I think they could have put up 70. I thought they were going to put up 80. <laughs> that's, that was my, that's what I'm hoping for. Screw 70. Let's go for 80. Just be smoke out the ears angry for that game uh i don't know you play offense better in a in a better mood i think anger is where you, you want the defense to be on deep ellen blues but i like it i like that you you believe in pitts putting that many points up again uh pit 79 referencing that the games on espn 2 vince said yes a channel that you can respect is that a big jab at the ACC network, I guess? They're not, I think a, not so. a fan I, of the ACC I, network. I think so. Uh, but uh, what goes into like a television channel that you can respect? Oh, I mean, you, if you want a TV channel that you can respect, I think you want them to uh, – I, I think they need to have – first and foremost, have really good stuff that nobody is really talking about airing between the hours of 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. Shows like oh, NFL matchup are really good. Uh, maybe slam ball or some sort of obscure sport. And that's where ESPN2 really has come come in handy for years and years. Um, but really, how the hell do you di- differentiate ESPN from ESPN2 a- anymore these days? It's all basically the same now. Yeah, they're all the same. Yeah, this isn't, uh, this isn't what it was, you know, 10 years ago or 20 years ago, I should say, when, when being on those channels was a big deal. Um, yeah. Oh, they're the ESPN two game now. I mean, that is it is. I guess ACC Network still is is the extra, right? It, there are people who only have ESPN and ESPN two, I guess, and they don't have all the other. ESPN I guess offerings. they're probably yeah. There probably is if you have a bare bones uh, channel. I, I was actually in a hotel room uh, for work um, not too too long ago. Uh, I'd say within the past you know, eight years and it had ESPN two in HD, but ESPN was only in regular. Oh man. What a story to tell some young people in the the near future. (laughs) That'll be, I remember (laughs) back when only one of the ESPNs was in HD. And it was two uh, out of all of them. They were experimenting with it. They weren't sure it was, it was going to (laughs) stick. Are people going to love this clarity when they're watching a game? I don't know. Let's put it on ESPN, too. Which channel do you think you respect the most right now? TNT? Oh, currently, I'm 100%. 100%, uh, TNT is just killing it. Now they have hockey. Um, They've got NBA. It's just uh, forever the best. And now with hockey and pro wrestling on that channel, plus all the Star Wars, how can you beat TNT? Um, it, you know, it's almost not even fair or close anymore. I mean, having having the NFL is nice and all, but, you know, it's it, unless Peyton and Eli are calling the game, I really don't care what channel it's on. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd agree with that. <laughs> Maybe uh, Iron well, Eagle, though. I don't know. I'd uh, I, I rather have Iron Eagle's son. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Birdie Eagle or whatever his name is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's get to let's shout out to nepotism. Let's go to 
uh, what they're saying around town, though. I mean, you know, not everybody in Pittsburgh's all over the Internet all the time. You know, people live in reality here and they like to talk about the teams in person, especially if, you know, they're double vaccinated, some even triple and they're feeling, you know, healthy and good. And they go out and they meet some friends and they chat about Pitt and off week. And, uh, you know, they, there was things said last week, even though there wasn't a game, Vince. Yeah, yeah, there were uh, a lot of, like I said, you know, they've got some big games coming up and everybody's getting pretty excited about it. Another Saturday coming and the Panthers are playing. Time to find out what the answers are saying. You think them uh, Clemson Tigers are out of the ACC running in that? Oh, yeah, dude. You know, Pitt, Pitt's in the driver's seat, you know. I just got this uh, funny feeling, you know, they win these games right here. And end up losing to some scrub team. They already got that out of the way in that. Hail to pit. So that's what the Inzers are saying. Uh, t- some people already looking past uh, this Virginia Tech game. I'm telling you right now, you can't be doing that. This is this is going to be a, uh, a hard-fought game. Uh, I'm, I'm saying that right now. Uh, but, Alan, you know, we had a huge week in college football. Uh, last week, uh, some some really entertaining games. Uh, not quite that slate this week, but still some good stuff to talk about. Last week was crazy, but oh, college football. If I know you, I know that you're going to deliver some sneaky, high-quality, entertaining games this week. I think you might even give us Syracuse over Clemson. I don't know. Upset special right out the gate, Vince. I'm feeling good about that one, but it's not on our slate. Uh, we, we obviously have to talk about, uh, you know, the, the team that I, I just knew, I knew would choke it away last week, and they did, but it was maybe an all-timer Red River shootout between Texas and Oklahoma this week. The Longhorns take on the Cowboys at home against Oklahoma State. Five and a half, they're they are uh, given. Uh, but what do you think? What what did you learn about Texas last week? Uh, you know, I, I I can't believe they lost that game. I mean, yeah, well, they I can, were. I can, <laughs> and I almost predicted. I even almost said last week on the show, words out of my mouth were almost. And I bet Spencer Rattler gets pulled in the middle of the game, and they still win. I almost that, said that. That was that's always the wild card there. Uh, it seemed like. Um, yeah, Texas, they just, uh, I don't know. And, and, you know, it, it seems like, you know, and, th- and this, this game, they're, they're five and a half point favorites at home against Oklahoma state, a team that nobody really is respecting at all around yeah. the country. Yeah, they are, they are fortunate to be undefeated, but they are. Um, and yeah, you know, they have all to play for right now. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're an undefeated team that not too many people are talking about Texas. It almost seems like they benefited more, you know, in national spotlight from losing that game (laughs) the way they did, uh, versus Oklahoma state, uh, who, who hasn't played in hardly any part high profile games. Um, you know, Texas, it, it, you said it last week, Alan, their defense is just not very good. Um, and, and Oklahoma State, they do have the ability to put up some points, uh, and they play strong defense. Uh, I expect them to, to hang in here. I'm not quite sure if they're going to win the game, uh, but I definitely like them plus the points. But my God, can Texas run the ball? Yeah, my they God. can. B. B John Robinson, uh, that's a, w- worth the price of admission alone there. Uh, watching this game, though, of, of, I'm going to be looking for a Texas – bounce back uh given that first loss to oklahoma state even though uh, i mean everything i've read about this in terms of betting vince said oh give go with oklahoma state against that five and a half um i don't know i have a feeling uh that that sark can uh, uh you know really re- you know really uh, adjust uh, maybe not defensively too much because i mean how can you with when you're just working with not a good defense but I think that uh, the emotion of last week played into it. And if Texas didn't, I don't probably just shoot themselves in the foot too much. They would have won. Um, but they're going to win this week. I got them. I like the Longhorns this it, week at home too. Is it, you don't think it's a big letdown, letdown game for them? 
no. They, the let, let the last week was the letdown game. If anything, they learned that they could hang, and that the uh, the SEC it looms large, uh, and that probably not for any of these players, but as a as a program, um, they uh, they are really can't afford to lose a game like this. So there's too much riding on, it, and I think they'll deliver. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll definitely imagine be Texas just becomes a. Cellar dwelling loser in the Big Twelve their last few years there, and then go to the SEC, <laughs> and, and they lost all their fans, and everybody became a big like Texas Tech or A and M fan. I mean, everyone's an A and M fan now after last week. Oh unfortunately. yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, number eleven Kentucky Wildcats, a uh, twenty-four point dog between the hedges uh, against against the number one dogs uh, of Georgia. Allen, uh, this Georgia team is just you know, th- defensively just stopping everybody. Kentucky, I don't know how they're still undefeated. Uh, their <laughs> offense is not very good at all. Uh, physical team, I'll give them that. But you're not going to out-physical the Georgia Bulldogs here. Uh, I, I This is a game, uh, much like that Arkansas game to me, that, that they played against Georgia, where Georgia's going to win this game probably 30 to nothing. I, I like Georgia to give up zero points in this game for sure. Legendary defense already. Twenty-four worries me. Uh, that that the points is are, I don't know about. I, I I mean this is definitely I'm I'm going shut out city. I don't know how the hell Kentucky can score on this team. Uh, they are not very good and undefeated. It's it's kind of insane to me. Not this isn't like the Benny Snell Kentucky team that was no. enjoyed. This is this is odd. And you know, I don't know. Maybe it's because they played teams on down years for them. I mean, when you got yeah. LSU and Florida having rough ones, um, I feel like the, it just feels like reality check time for the Wildcats, doesn't it? It, it, I, I think so. Uh, although I did think that could have happened against Florida too, but uh, they, um, yeah, they, they took it to them. Uh, you, you mentioned that twenty-four number, Alan. So this opened uh, over at the Westgate at twenty-two and a half. Uh, it went all the way up to twenty-four, and now it's back down to twenty-three. Uh, so some wise guys jumping in on, on that key twenty-four number. Um, so. There could be something there, but to me, I it wouldn't matter to me. I mean, I Georgia just seems, you know, uh, just unless they choose to do absolutely nothing on offense, it seems like they they'll have no problem covering this number. Probably, probably the play is, is you know, uh, the, the Kentucky team total under, uh, which I, I'm not quite sure what that number is at the moment, but I bet it's very low. Can you? I, I want to find someone that's going to give give me. I want prop bets on this defense because. Watch uh, Adam Anderson, Trayvon uh, Walker. Uh, this this team is like going to get that that by the end of the season. It feels like that that stat status is one of the best ever. I'll, I'll whisper it for now, but it's like on that path, Vince. It's that scary good. I might th- I might say the defense might outscore Kentucky. <laughs> you might be right as a actually. team. It wouldn't surprise me. So that one won't be close. What do you got for me next? Anything that's going to be of note? What about a what about a hottie toddy uh, going out there blowing their chest up after their big win over the Hogs, squeaking by Pig Suey yeah, yeah. and the Pitbull Pitman. That was definitely the game of the year. I don't. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, uh, A&M uh, could go to hell. Uh, <laughs> screw all that. Screw Virginia Tech, Notre Dame last week. Screw it all. Ole Miss, Arkansas last week was absurd. It, it was uh, just Ole Miss doing what they do best on defense, just getting the ball back, even if that means giving <laughs> up a touchdown, just so they could go back down and score. Uh, I absolutely loved it. Couldn't, couldn't get much better than that. Uh, uh, the, the 13th Rebels are going on the road to the Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, so an interesting uh, matchup to see how Tennessee does against a very uh, a good opponent. Uh, Tennessee's been scoring a lot of points recently, Alan. Um, so, you know, any win that they would have certainly would be good for the Panthers' resume. Uh, but I want to talk about this total in this game. 81 points, Alan. Do you, do you think Lord. there's going to be that much scoring in this one? Goodness. 
I mean, <laughs> 81. That is a lot. And what is Tennessee has put up? When's the last time they put up under 30? Oh, three weeks ago against Florida. Mm. You know, I mean, they put 34 up on us, and, and and the pit defense is much better than Ole Miss. So I like it. <laughs> I like it. 81. I'm with it. Okay. Yeah, I I think so too, and I can't wait to watch it. Who will Tennessee be trotting out there? Is it going to be? Does Tennessee has they have they gone to Hooker? Yes, yeah. He's he's been uh, he's been the main guy there. Okay, I haven't caught them since we beat them. So so Hooker. Oh yeah, I like this for sure. Just don't make him throw downfield. Actually, when Ole Miss dares him to throw downfield, I bet he actually completes some passes. (laughs) He he might. Yeah, there there probably won't be as much pressure on him. Uh, That game's at at seven thirty. so you could watch that after after the pick game. Good. Nice. I watched last week. I watched the Hogs and Hottie Toddy completely on the road on my phone. As enjoyable as any game I've ever watched on my phone, except for uh, when Pitt beat Penn State uh, a few years ago. But, uh, you, uh, you know, usually if I'm turning on my phone to watch an entire game, Vince, that usually means I'm in for something, something uh, an instant classic. I think that's what last week what we got. Yeah. Did your phone overheat? Oh no, no! You charge it. You know it's there. These things are there's a twelve right here, man. That's like this is like like a Ferrari. This thing it can last and last and purr like a kitten. <laughs> All right, uh, the main event here: uh, Pitt five and a half point favorite at Virginia Tech. This line opened. Uh, Alan, if you were paying attention to this, you know, there were some releases last week, even uh, on this game, where it said like Virginia Tech was going to be a one-point favorite in this mm. game. Uh, but you know, it, probably the quarterback injury news uh, is kind of why this line really opened at four, and you know, it got all the way up to six and a half uh, at the Westgate Superbook, uh, and it's come back down a little bit. People taking six and a half down to five right now. Um, to me, this game it, it, it still seems like Pitt's not getting a you know a ton of respect uh, for how I don't think the country maybe is as believing in this offense as we are, or maybe not trusting this defense as much as we are. Um, I, I think Pitt's going to come out in this game. And if they can start fast, which I think they can, uh, and, and Virginia Tech is forced uh, to throw the ball with, with personnel that, you know, and doing things that are a little out of character for them, uh, I think it's going to make them very uncomfortable. And I think Pick and win this game. Uh, and I, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of a score of, I'm going to say, 42 to 28 for, I, I mean, that's, that is, if, if Virginia tech is scoring under 30, they're losing. I'm saying that for sure. So I like that. What, what does that do to Pitt's uh, average though? Should I, I'm almost turning into <laughs> John Harbaugh here. Now I only care about the stat now that they average over 50 a game. That's all I care about almost now. I'm, I'm uh, less confident in Pitt keeping Virginia Tech under 30 um, than you then, because I do think they score over 30. And they I might. think, I think uh, the defense is, I, they're, they're just, they're, they're just, they're not there yet. They're not mistake free. They are, they are also very prone to giving up the big play. Even, I mean, how many times this year have we seen Pitt? hit big plays on offense and then immediately give up a big play or even get a big play on defense, but not get, you know, a big sack or something and then give up a huge 60 yard play or something. It's just very bend, bend or break, uh, bend, don't break. And uh, it's like up and down. These games go crazy. And in this atmosphere, I feel like it's going to be a crazy game. Yeah, very well was, could, yeah. And it's a team that was hardened, I think, last week against Notre Dame. I think that'll be a good th- – even though they lost, Virginia Tech's loss is, I think, only going to make them a better mental, mentally tough team. Pitt has been prone also to the freaking offensive penalties, looking at you offensive line. 
didn't even mention how's that going to play out. So that's why I feel like it's close. But then again, Pitt gets theirs. So I, I think we're getting this thing, but it's going to be, man, it's going to be nail bite city. I'm saying 43, 42 Pitt Panthers win. Wow. Okay. Uh, you know, I, it, this is, this is a very difficult game to predict for me. Um, because it, on paper, this is, a, this is an, an offense that Pitt's defense should have a lot of success against. However, they have a coach that, that knows how to have some success against Pitt's, uh, against Pitt's defense. He hasn't done it every single year. But he knows how to how to attack it. So you got to think that they're going to incorporate some of that stuff. But you know, can you just flip that switch on and go to a passing team? You know, when you've been a running team all year, I, I don't know if they could do that. Uh, but I think they do have enough talent on this team to score some points. Uh, there, there's no doubt about that. So you know, I do I do could see a scenario where it's a very close game. And following the money, it looks like. 67% of the cash, 64% of the tickets on pit to cover five, a five-point uh, spread. So that ge- that gives me confidence, but not that, not enough where I don't think this thing is going to be a one-point. Damn it, that was so close, but what a game. And maybe even the game – Pitt has a chance to be in the game of the week, the follow-up to a legendary weekend in college football. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are going to be watching this one uh, on ESPN2, a channel you can respect. A respectable (laughs) channel airing a very very respectable game between a team that uh, might be – this is where I like Pitt's spot right now also for like young people or people who change who they root for in college football every year. Pitt's like in a great spot (laughs) to get a lot of – yeah, Pitt's in a great spot to get a lot of bandwagon fans. Right, right now, and and maybe if that'll help recruiting. And now they're on ESPN too. Imagine what that's going to do for recruiting. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised no one said that on Panther Lair. <laughs> Big opportunity just, for recruiting on ESPN two this week. Oh well, yeah, especially if you get that channel in HD. Uh, how, how sharp Kenny Pickett's going to be looking there. That that's big. That's big time stuff. So much ahead of this team. Uh, you know they, but they got to respect their opponent. Uh, they got to understand that they are capable of getting beat uh, this game if they don't show up and they don't take it to them. They got to do that. Um, and, and then, you know, the sky's the limit if they could do that. I, I have a feeling after Pitt wins this one, a, a announcer on ESPN2 or maybe even Pat Narduzzi himself might say, <laughs> we pulled that one out and the best thing that could have happened to us all year was losing to Western Michigan. I feel like someone at some point is going to say that. I hope they do because that means Pitt's winning moving forward. Yeah, I don't think they'll say it this week, but you know, maybe down the line. You know, they uh, when they're on the podium accepting that ACC championship, I can oh, see that. Oh my goodness! Let's what? Let's hey, respect your opponent <laughs> one game at a time. Let's not get there just yet. But uh, what is it? Thirty-four percent chance to do that, according to PFF. We'll see though. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. That's all we got this week. We're ready now. I'm officially ready for Pitt, Virginia Tech. Uh, this is the last game of the season. I'm watching stateside, Vince. I think no, I might have some at the end of maybe November, and then of course bowl season. But I'm gonna be watching the games from Italy, so we'll be coming to you uh, live on tape from Rome next week, everybody. So uh, be prepared. Might be a bilingual show, Vince. So get get your uh, language, your language app, your Google Translator, whatever gimmick you use, ready. Because I'm coming at you in Italian. What's that one? Mango? Or uh, is that one of them? An app? There's an app yeah. called Mango? Oh, I have to look. check that out. I've just been using the, the Translate app on my awesome iPhone 12 that plays college football games really well in the car. <laughs> Mango languages. I knew I saw that somewhere. Well, look that up. All right, everybody. Well, Vince, so you got anything left? Because I'm, I'm about ready for this. This game against uh, the Hokies, and hopefully next week we're prepping everybody for Pitt, Clemson, and we're talking about uh, the two teams in the ACC going toe to toe, and maybe it'll even be on ESPN. One, yeah, well, actually that game already set for ESPN or ABC, <gasps> Alan. 
uh, hasn't been determined Network yet. Television. I think I think it all has to do with uh, um, how Pitt does this week and how Clemson does uh, this Friday against Syracuse on the road. Not going to be an easy one for them. Uh, but if it is on ABC, Alan, you might be able to set up a satellite over there and uh, or an antenna and get and get that game. Uh, the whole world's going to be watching if uh, if that game's on ABC. Uh, but we got to take care of business first in Blacksburg. Big game, three thirty p.m. Saturday. ESPN two. Can't stress that channel enough. Watch it. Hail to pit. All right, everybody, make sure you dial into ESPN2, and we'll see you next week. Hail to Pit, everybody. Dreamed about living in-